Welcome to Fempowerly, where Christina and Michelle dish out life hacks to inspire your every day. Okay, so today we are going to talk about kind of a weird, touchy subject, I think. We're going to talk about frenemies. Mm -hmm. I think most of us have had a frenemy or two. You might have more frenemies than you think, but we're going to dish a little bit about how to spot a frenemy and maybe, you know, how to walk away from a frenemy relationship if that's not what you want. So I guess maybe we should start out with just chatting a little bit about what, what is a frenemy? Like what, I mean, obviously it's like a merge of friend and enemy, but what's that mean? Like what's it mean to you? Exactly. I mean, obviously, it's someone that's not going to be loyal and looking out for your best interest, bottom line. They're like, they're almost there for what you can give them and not what they can give you, or at least in an equal exchange. Yeah, I would agree. And I feel like sometimes we get so attached to the idea that we want lots of friendships and lots of friendships mean you're living your best life that we kind of let people infiltrate our lives and And we allow them to be kind of part of our inner circle, which we'll talk a little bit more about as well. Mm -hmm. Um, But we're not getting what we need from those friendships. And a lot of times they're toxic and they're actually hurting us. So we just, we're going to talk a little bit about it. How to spot a frenemy. Let's see if you have any of these people in your life. So should we go through like some of the, you know, ways to identify a frenemy? (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, I'll go first, I guess. So a frenemy is, I mean, this is a pretty given one, but we all know somebody who do, who does this, somebody who talks behind your back. I mean, what's that saying? You don't want to be the topic of conversation when you leave a table of your friends. Exactly. If those people are talking about you, the second you get up from that table, those are not your friends. And you usually feel it, don't you? Like there's just an energy about it. If you get up and you're worried that they're going to do that, then you know they are, or at least that they're not to be trusted. Right. I mean, if you think that your friends are probably talking behind your back the second that you leave, you probably have a pretty good idea that they're not really your friends. I have, I do not have that concern about people that I know are my true friends. Yes, for sure. So that's like the difference maybe between an acquaintance and a friend. Yeah. Because if you have a friend, that person that's sitting at that table, if somebody else says something about you that's negative, your friend is going to stick up for you, and then they're probably going to tell you. So true. Yeah. I know mine have. (laughs) That is so true. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it stings a little bit. It burns a little bit. But I always look at it like, yeah, you're right. I mean, nobody wants to know that someone doesn't like them. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, it's it's such a great gift to know so that you know not to offer um, you know, your, your intimate truths and things about you that you wouldn't want to give to someone that couldn't be trusted with them. So it's kind of, at least there is a good thing about it. Yeah. I mean, knowledge is power, friends. Yeah. Knowledge is power. <laughs> so I guess the next thing is, have you ever had somebody who is your friend? You think they're, you think you're friends, but the only time they're reaching out is when they need something. <sighs> oh my gosh. I'm moving. Can you help me move? I'm painting. Can you watch my kids? Mm-hmm. Can you let me borrow your sweater? And it's it is <laughs> okay to ask something, but if that's the only time you're reaching yeah. out, and then to top it off, usually that person is never available when you need something. That is so true. I'm all about like mutually helping my friends out, but if 
the only time I hear from you is because you need something. And then the time that I need something, you are not available to me. That's going to be a red flag because that's just not friendship. Mm -hmm. And your friends are there for you and you want your friends to be there for you. Yeah. Even in the worst times, more so than the best times. Yeah. It's easy to celebrate. Although there are people and that's another sign of one. There are people that aren't happy for you when you have your wins or, you know, they don't want to celebrate with you because they're jealous. Well, then they don't have your best interest at heart. Yeah. I mean, that brings us to the third identifier, which is you know, a person who has their emotional well-being on lock, they're always invested in what's happening with them, but they are never invested in what's happening with you. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, ding, ding, ding. The three-hour phone conversation where they pour their heart out and pour them. And and then you go to say five minutes of um, you know, what happens with your day. And they're like, huh, what? I didn't hear anything, you know, for sure. (laughs) Or, um, yeah, that's just, it's not good when they're not there for you after you've done that. It's not. And I mean, I feel like what it creates is like an emptiness. You're trying to facilitate this friendship and help it grow. And you're there for this person and you want them to be part of your life. And Mm -hmm. you're trying to make it so that you're part of theirs almost sounds like dating, but in the end, you're not getting anything back. You're a doormat. Yes. You know, they're using you for something to step on to get them to where they want to go. You're nurturing them through their trouble or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then uh, they go on. And then when you need the same. Not there. Yeah. I mean, emotionally, I just feel like it's draining. And Mm -hmm. yes, it is so hard, I feel like, to say goodbye to a relationship like that because we're all kind of trained to think more friends, the better, right? Mm -hmm. Not but true. <laughs> no, you know, a handful of great friends and a bunch of acquaintances is just as fantastic. Yep. So yep. kind of like having the inner, the inner court and the outer court sort of thing, you know, where yes. you're like, who's in the inner? And sometimes we might have to shift somebody right. back or forth. For sure. And I be mean, willing. and you don't, and you, we should, as women, I think guilt is one of the things we always feel for many reasons. And, and with friends, we always feel guilty if we're not there for them. But if they're proving over and over and over again yeah. that they haven't treated you like a friend, then we need to remove the guilt from transitioning them in our life. <laughs> I, I mean, I agree with yeah. that. I feel like in the long run, when you're investing so much time into a relationship that you're not getting something yeah. back from, and that's not selfish people. It's not selfish to want your friendship to be, you know, give and take. It's the same thing, old saying, but the phone works both ways. If you're always the one calling and never receiving the call, mm-hmm. you know, it's the same thing with friendship. If you're always the one giving, but never receiving anything back, whether that's emotionally or just general friendship stuff, Absolutely. you know, um, it's not a relationship to stay in. Yeah. If they're draining you, yeah. you know, I mean, it, it takes away from you being the best person you can be. Yeah, for sure. And I mean, who's got time for it? Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. You should be investing in the, the people that want to be in your life that are there for the right reasons. Absolutely. Because if they're doing that over and over again, then it's it's stealing from your job or your career, your 
family life, um, mm-hmm. your relationships with other people, whether it's your partner or your friends, because you're already drained. Right. So you're not able to put your entire self into the things that you really love and care about. And therefore it's all that person's fault. So at that point, it's kind of your, then you have to decide to t- take ownership of it. Right. Cause you've let, you've let it go too yeah. far mm-hmm. for sure. So of course, I mean, we don't have like a memory like crazy. So we have a little <laughs> list here and we're just kind of revisiting it. Um, and I don't have my glasses on, so I can look, but it won't do any good. <laughs> so the next one is my memory, her eyesight were great. Um, the next one is they're passive aggressive. Oh, yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah, because it's, you know, sometimes it's hard to identify because it usually is either something said in a nice tone, but not a nice thing, or mm-hmm. a nice thing said, but not in the right tone. Like it's something right. that's disguised. A backhanded compliment. Absolutely. And, and it never makes you feel good. It doesn't. You've lost so much weight, but that outfit just does not show it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Thank, thank you. <laughs> I mean, how often does that happen, though? You know, you. I feel like there are different, at least with women, I'm sure men are like this to some capacity or some level as well. But women, you either have the women that are cheering on the other women. Absolutely. Like, your wins are my wins. Or you have the women who are sitting in the back row like, oh, you know, kind of dumping on you for your success and your hard work versus like lifting you up or wanting to help you get to where you're going. True. And it's such a great movement that seems to be happening now where women are waking up to the fact that we should be cheering each other on instead of being competitive, which was the culture for so long. Yeah. And, and I think if, you know, and because social media is one of the biggest ways we, we look at each other mm-hmm. too, even our friends, um, if we find ourselves in a situation where we're kind of having like, you know, oh my gosh, she did or has this, then maybe we need to do a little check on what am I pursuing that's really firing yes. me up? Because obviously I'm not, I don't have passion enough for something for me to care, right? you know, or uh, care in a bad way. Yes. A hundred percent. I mean, you want people in your life that are going to cheer you on. Nobody's got time for the other. It's yeah. just... It's super draining. I will say in some circumstances, I think people don't realize that they're not giving you a true compliment and you can probably make repairs in those type of areas. Mm -hmm. But if it's just continuous where somebody's belittling your achievements or kind of, you know, talking negatively about you on the sidelines and smiling and hugging you to your face. If you have to lick your wounds after being around somebody, you know, (laughs) and you're right, it's not one thing, but if it's a continuous, you know, if it's consistent, then yeah, for sure. And I mean, if you can talk to that person and literally tell them, Hey, you know, when you say things like this, this is how it makes me feel. And it continues, or they belittle you because you tell them. You're so sensitive. Yeah. Oh gosh. And I will tell people straight out, I have extra feelings. I have a lot of extra feelings. And it's My a husband gift, would say you know? I have a lot of extra feelings. But it's great because you're intuitive to other people's needs before they have to say it. I know? am. Yeah. But I mean, if, if, if somebody's going to knock me down once or twice, you know, okay, we'll roll with it. But after that, after we're just going to cut our, cut our ties. Yeah. You can't have to be that way. Mm-hmm. So, okay. And how about they only pass off criticisms that are cool. Oh, yes, definitely. And they pass mm-hmm. it off as positive feedback, but it's really just criticizing. I'm just trying you. to help you. Yeah. I mean, like, oh, you know, you did that and your voice really didn't sound good in it. Or wouldn't you want me you to know, tell you? Yeah. I just didn't want you to embarrass yourself. Yeah. 
I'm fine with embarrassing myself. It's fine. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, you just, you just, you know, something should always be constructive. It should, it should allow you to level up. And two, it should come from someone that someone that's sharing it with good intent is someone that already knows that they're close enough with you in the right way to do it. Correct. And there's a way to lead criticism with kindness. If you're leaving a conversation with somebody continually and they're just making you feel like bottom of the barrel in front of me. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I think we talked earlier too about like an inner circle and an outer mm-hmm. circle. I know you were telling yeah. me a little bit about that. Um, you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. And it's funny because I don't know that I've ever even really consciously done this, but when I was reading about it, I thought, what a great idea, because I, I think that's how we can really take harness of the quality of all of our relationships mm-hmm. in our life is to sort of be conscious of, okay, what level am I going to let them into? Right. You know, because this is all precious and we've all done, you know, we're doing the work on ourselves and we're trying to be the best people we can be and for ourselves and for others. And so what level am I going to let them in? Because I don't want them to do harm to what I can be for myself and others. Right. So do they need to be on the outer court or are they allowed on the inner court? Right. I mean, so the inner court, your inner court of people, would you say, are going to be like, your cheerleaders, they're lifting you up. They've got your back. They're not going to say something negative about you. If they have a problem with you, they're bringing it to you. Um, you have a friendship that works both ways. You're both getting equal things out of the friendship. Right. Right. So that's your inner court of people. I mean, I will say my inner court is, is pretty tight. Uh, Yeah. It's not, I only have a couple. Yeah. Yeah. And that's okay. But though that inner court, those are the people that I'm telling, you know, I had an argument with my husband because your outer court or your, you know, outer, outer, your frenemies, they also tend to throw things back at you later. Like you share something, they put it in their back pocket for a later date. There, I think there's a term called banker and I think it was from queen bees and wannabes. It was a book I read when my daughters were teenagers Mm -hmm. just to kind of, you know, navigate through those personalities in high school. And I remember the banker is the person who is what you said. They, they sit there and absorb all your information Mm -hmm. and they put it in their pocket knowing that they're going to use it against you later. Yeah. So either something bad or good, they take it and they, it's only, they're only listening and keeping it to use against you. Right. And I feel like that is, you know, we've all probably had some sort of instance where we've had a, you know, a banker where we've shared something and it was, you know, a moment maybe of our own weakness. And later it comes to hit you in the face, you know, big or small, as far as like the information mm-hmm. being shared or turned around you feel on you. Violated. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like someone, I don't know. It's just, it's a violation. Yeah. No, I mean, so that I, I feel like those are all kind of like your red flags. I'm sure all of us in some capacity no, have <laughs> some frenemies or, you know, some negative acquaintances and, you know, from us to you, we're just trying to say like, save yourself the trouble. Do not try to turn that person into somebody that's going to be in your inner circle. Yeah. Really take a conscious account yeah. of where they stand. And, and like we said, it's not that somebody can't need, be real needy one month 
it's really a consistent relationship balance. Um, and then take account of it. And then you kind of have to decide and don't feel guilty because that's what we do as yes. we're nurturers and we feel bad if we're not everything to everyone. For we don't sure. want someone to say that we weren't their friend or we didn't mm-hmm. do something. So don't feel guilty. You're protecting you so that you can be all you can be for you and for your family and for your good friends. Yes. A hundred percent. And I feel like just, you know, kind of giving yourself that opportunity to to allow yourself to walk away is really important. It's totally fine to walk away from a friendship. I mean, of course, we're never going to advocate for not being kind to other people. No, yeah, you can totally be respectful. Absolutely, but just kind of knowing when you meet people, like maybe where they fall in the categories of your life. I will say this, like this is something that's rang true to me. I've had a lot of friends come into my life and when it wasn't like me constantly being the giver, all of a sudden the friendship dwindled. Yes. And it used to just weigh on me so badly, but I read this quote and I'm not even gonna say it right, I know I'm not gonna say it right, but what it kind of came down to was if somebody wants to be in your life, they will be, they will find a way to be in your life. People make time for the things that matter to them. If somebody is in your life and they are not making time for you, you don't matter to them. Exactly. You got to let them go. It's It stinks a little bit, but it's true. Mm-hmm. So. And, and we have to be responsible for ourselves not to keep putting ourselves in that position. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I guess, I mean, our takeaway for today would kind of be, you know, to take an inventory of the people in your life mm-hmm. and maybe mentally categorize where they are and if it's something valuable to you and you want to put some more effort into it to get it to like where you think it could be then that's fine but also know the boundaries and be able to accept if it's just not going to be there and it's not good for you exactly because i mean we we really want to protect yeah. all that we work on every day 100%. be the best we can be yeah absolutely 100% so yeah. we just want you to have amazing friendships and we want you to know that if you only have two ladies or one lady in it, your that's circle that's all you need one good one <laughs> yeah one amazing friend is way better than 10 frenemies sure thing 100% yeah so every day. this is just your little reminder to take a take a little inventory yeah there you go so we're gonna cheers our way out of here because that's what we do thanks for listening in don't forget to check us out on instagram at fem.powerly 